From Hollywood and Chinatown Evening Show, join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. How you guys doing out in the YouTube land? Hell yeah, we are live for episode 39. And today we're going to be talking about the opiate crisis during COVID-19. Sad state of affairs right now. Illinois is going into lockdown mode again. Bad stuff. We talked about that the other day, the impact that it's having on uh, all the businesses. Yep. But first, you know what I got to say? You know, China Dow can cut a rug, as they used to say in the old days. <laughs> and she decided to do a TikTok. Well, I haven't actually done it yet. I've practiced for it, but I did set up a TikTok page. Now, what the hell is a TikTok? You know, here I am they're thinking like, it was like, like a TikTok. Fi- they're like 15-second, 30-second videos. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, how is everybody doing in the chat room? Corey, Ironhead, Crazy, all yous, Harm, uh, Mike, and Jaman. So, tell us about TikTok. Well... <laughs> Mine is TikTok, you know, it's at Chinadown 1973. But, you know, they have all these things where you can do like dancing to like people's videos and they have dance moves and it's really cool. And I learned one while I was taking a shower today. So I figured I'm going to practice it and then I'm going to put it up there. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> so go over to TikTok and uh, what is it? TikTok? It, it's, it's, if you get, if you have the TikTok app, mine is at china doll 1973 rock and roll we got lady ironhead in and we got my boy lee rv oswald in the room so let's start out and i'm gonna actually open the phone lines man but you can only do one at a time guys because i don't got uh, the complete setup yet no so no, i'll yet. be a uh, hey, papa i'll be able to uh give you guys the number in a second and we like to hear from you about if you have an experience with uh, either yourself or family member that had an opiate addiction problem now we did in our family man and it was a bad one oh, uh, yeah. especially heroin but i also noticed that meth meth is getting really bad and huge in this country right now well they're saying that meth and heroin are pretty much exploding during this pandemic mm-hmm. way more overdoses now right which what the hell well, that's what because they, everybody's bored. Well, no, everybody's. Uh, you know, I wouldn't even say they're bored. I say it's because people have no money anymore. So they use they're the money. Desperate. They use the money that they do have to get the drugs to screw them up, and because they're depressed. Hi, little mama. Well, no, it's because they feel like they have no out. They're they're facing doom during this COVID nineteen crisis. They're being locked away all the nine yards. And that's why I argue a little bit about I don't think a lot of people are ready. You know, this is a pandemic, yeah. But could you imagine, say, a nuclear war? Could you imagine a really bad biohazard release of uh, weapons? Man, don't give other countries an idea. Well, I'm not. But can you imagine how people would react to that if how they're reacting right now? Uh, uh, friends of ours right now, you just came in right before we went on the air, yeah. 
and said they're being tested for COVID-19. By the way, stay the hell away from me. Uh, <laughs> not cool coming by Hollywood with that, you know. No, too bad. Canceled. You better, what I you better to find say. out if that test is negative before you come anywhere near this house. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but I don't. I think there are a lot of people are in despair. And uh, uh, Trump has actually talked about this. It is worse keeping a lockdown going than it is to, you know, try to live, you know, through this thing. Well, don't people say you should build up your immune system or your antibodies or some crap? No. Well, you know what? I mean, you can't build up your immune system to something like this because it's a foreign virus. Shit, anyways. That's why these people need to stay the hell away if they got COVID. Right. Right. I'll be in the. I'll be in the damn. uh, Freaking ICU or something. I need a good laugh. I'm so heated right now. What are you in heat? Like a dog? What? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Chewbacca's retarded daughter's coming over. (laughs) Tell us your problems, Corey. You'll be able to call in and all that good stuff. Uh, But I went through this with my little brother, the opiate stuff, and I can't just imagine how bad it is right now for these other people because this was, what, 10, 11 years ago or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It it was, God, probably even more like 12 years ago. Maybe 12 years ago. Wait, how old is our son? Uh, 17 so it was like because he was in a stroller so it was probably 15 years ago well he had it really bad uh he went to prison and stuff like that yeah Uh, he was he was in rehab yeah he was stealing stuff the whole nine yards uh so it gets bad pretty bad i actually lived through that he was stealing from his own mother and i you know what i'm a 420 guy i just can't understand why you have to take it to the next step I don't get it. I really don't. I've never done any of that. Uh, I've never done anything higher than 420. So Mm -hmm. I don't know anything besides drinking whiskey every once in a blue moon, which I can't do anymore. But Mm. so I don't know what the satisfaction is. I don't know what these drugs actually do to people, why they get so addicted to it. Um, I remember when your brother was on it, he got so skinny. Oh, my God, do they? I mean, it was like, wow. Mm-hmm. He got so it was like he's already skinny, mm-hmm. and he was like skinny. It was like skin and bone, right? And it's like uh, I and we caught on to the fact that it was the girl he was with mm-hmm. that got him hooked, and I still and he still even to this day can't explain why it happened. Right? It, he just said it. His answer was always it just did, mm-hmm. and I'm like. What what was the thrill? I mean, seriously, what, I, you know what? I what get is tired. The thrill? Of, I get tired of people saying that 420 is the pathway drug or the gateway drug. How that is, is it? Not a, true. How is that a gateway drug though? It isn't. It I mean, isn't. I that I don't understand why people say that. People say that you know. I've heard that too. People are saying that if you smoke weed, you know that you're going to end up going to coke, and then you're going to go to you know something harder, and it's like. How, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. I don't see how that would even make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, 420, you just like, you know, well, you, get, well, you, know, I you like, relax and you lay back and you get the freaking munchies. Well, I like what Lady Ironhead just said. This is a very good uh, point here. When you don't know how to cope with normal feelings or you've had a traumatic event happen, you do any and everything to numb yourself to the pain. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense. That makes a ton of sense right there. That does. Uh, 
especially now when people are losing their homes again. Yeah. They don't have the food to put on the table. No. Because, you know, they're in their stupid stimulus crap. People are losing jobs. I don't have any clue whatsoever what's up with unemployment, those that are on unemployment. I don't think they're I mean, getting the extra. I don't, I don't think, know. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if they're getting the extra bump like they were getting when this all started. And that's, uh, you know, a tragedy because you got these, uh, you know, loony leftists in the house holding up the COVID package. Because they want to give money to cities that are poorly run. Last night in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the riots started happening again last night. Because, you know, cops shot a guy. Uh, he had a knife. I'd shoot the guy, too. I feel so... You know what? I'm usually one not to do this. Hi, Dominic. I'm usually the one who will not say, you know, because I always believe that line, I'm on one side, cops are the other. But you got to feel sorry for these freaking cops. You got somebody coming at you with a freaking knife. They have every right to shoot your ass. Every right. Well, if you got a weapon of some sort, I mean, and you don't want to put it down, I mean, what else, what choice do they have? Right. And, you know, what's even worse is a lot of these cops are in their early 20s. And they have families, and next thing you know, one of the sergeants got ran over by a pickup truck, and she, you know, thank God it was only her leg Jesus. that got broke. That's insane. But 30 officers were hurt yesterday, and that's unreal. That is how bad this country is getting right now. Thanks, Corey. This, it's really bad. That's insane. I, I you know... Cops are only bad if you do something bad. If you don't mess with them, they don't mess with you. Well, unless you're me. And well, you <laughs> yeah. are who you are. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're a different, you're a different thing. Yeah, a lot of you're bikers are. You're a different sort. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bikers. But that doesn't mean I'm going to sit there and say, you know, all... You know, they deserve this. They don't deserve any of that stuff. I don't think they on. deserve any of the crap with all these... All these, like, uh, riots and crap. They don't deserve anything that's going on. They're right. trying to protect the city, not mm-hmm. cause issues. Right. You know what I mean? They, they want to protect and serve. You know, they want to stop these people from doing stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And then they just make it worse. Right. And when it comes to the war on drugs, I'm the first one that says... You know, yeah, let's legalize them because here in Chicago, we know what that does. You know, you had friggin' Al Capone, you know, all these gangsters made, uh, you know, billions of dollars on, uh, you know, them, you know, uh, prohibition on alcohol and stuff. So when you prohibit stuff like drugs, you're going to have this. They don't learn. No, they don't seem to learn. Now, if you had, now I think it's Portugal, I'm not sure. They got it where, you know, you can enjoy these drugs in a, a safe environment. I don't think it's illegal. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but there has to be something other than all this supposed counseling and 12-step programs. <laughs> That's all you ever hear about is counseling and 12 That can steps. help people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe 12-step programs work. Mm. I mean, I, I've never been addicted to anything where I've needed one. About, I mean, you haven't. Mm-hmm. So we don't know whether or not those actually work. Well, I have friends that went through 12-step programs. They last for, you know, about a year, and then boom. You they know, re- the, relapse. The, they relapse when something bad happens. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and right now it's real bad. And then, you know, I hate to talk politics and stuff, but you got a, you know, an empty vessel as a presidential candidate running on freaking, well, we should all mask, uh, mandate everybody nationwide. Uh, if we need to close it down, we need to close it down. Uh, but do you how think how you close it down with the freaking and, and, people are suffering? Lady Ironhead said 12 steps are a joke to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he has the right to say all that. I mean, why, why, why mandate masks? I mean, we're pretty much mandated to wear them now with fucking prickster. So it's like now he's going to make it, you know, you get Biden in there. He's going to be doing the whole country a downfall. Well, that's going to make it ten times worse than what it is. That's what the loony left like. They love control. And sometimes with me, it's like, how do you people vote for him? See, we're in the occupied territory, like I always say. People don't understand how bad it is until you actually live in one. Your property taxes are through the roof. And that's another thing. People are doing a lot of opiates. They're getting a lot of depression, a lot of suicide because they can't pay their bills. Just look at our small business people. Oh, you got an answer to the Portugal. Uh, yep, Portugal, <laughs> all drugs have been decriminalized. Okay, rock and roll. Thanks for that, uh, your boy, Roy boy. Really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I, I think, yeah. I mean, I'm not even registered to vote, and maybe you might have talked me into actually registering. You and, need to uh, register quick, man, because that, that freaking election <laughs> is next week, and it ain't no joke anymore, man. We need every vote that we can get right now. I mean, because I sure as shit don't want Biden in there. Well, the only way to do something about it is to register to vote, right, guys? You got to register to freaking vote if you want to have a say in this country. Yeah. And I think lately, you know, you've been seeing the, you know, the sunshine, if you will, on some of the stuff that's happening. Yeah. Especially when you're hearing small business owners being closed down. Yeah. Well, so far the count in our state, like, and not even in our state, I should say, just in our so-called region, is you know. Almost 30 businesses have been given the paper to shut down. Um, I have talked to a few of the owners of some of the businesses. I've talked to two. And those two owners said, yeah, they got the letter from the health department, but they're refusing to close down Mm -hmm. until they get the letter from court. From court. From the court. Or a cease and desist letter. And can you imagine out of them 30 people, you can guarantee some of them are probably turning the opioids to try to, you know, chill the pain. Yeah. You know, I find it funny in Illinois with the businesses. You know, they're trying to get this progressive tax through, which I don't think it's going to happen. God, I hope not. They're trying to say, well, if you make so much money, then we're going to tax you different. Well, the small businesses are the bedrock to this country. Yeah, and $500,000 ain't that much to a small business, but you want to tax the hell out of them. And it just does not make any sense. Just like it doesn't make any sense, the federal government get involved with these mask mandates. And I didn't even support the shutdown when Trump did it because I thought it was its constitution a state issue. You know, you're talking politics, and I'm actually starting to understand a lot of it nowadays with hearing all the stuff going on. And I, I mean, it, what's he going to do? Is he going to shut down the whole United States? Mm-hmm. Or is he just going to sh- go ahead and sh- shut down state by state? Or, I mean, how's everything going to work? I mean, n- these businesses can't afford any more of this. No, they can't. Some people are saying that after the, after this is over, like the, you know, voting and whatnot, that 
they're probably saying that Trump's probably going to say, you know, screw it, open everything back up. Mm -hmm. But then the question is with that is what is the governor going to do? Well, is Pritzker going to abide by that? No, he's not. Uh, Pritzker's going to keep being a prick, and he's going to keep screwing Illinois over. No, what's ha- going to happen is these governors are going to cry and whine that they need money from the federal government because they run a state like shit, and you can see this all over the freaking country, and then when they don't get the money, they're going to blame their problems on somebody else. That's how it works. That's how it works. But at the same time... So they uh, just play the blame game. They play the blame game. Why people are suffering and dying. Yeah. Suffering and dying. Yeah. And drug overdoses, because I looked at it in... It's the highest it's the ever show, been. It's the highest that it has ever been. You're right. Yeah. It's skyrocketed. Well, they, they compared it... The, a lot of the articles that I was looking at compared it to back in 2017. Mm. And from 2017 to now... It's like quadrupled, mm-hmm. especially with the with this all this crap going on, and people aren't able to get out and be with their friends, and you know a lot of people are stuck where the only thing they have is like you know FaceTiming people, you know they're not able to touch people. I mean like you know I'm I'm one that likes to hug people, and you know how hard it is not being able to hug people when you see them because you don't know. You bring that shit home, you're going in the doghouse. I ain't house. been doing it. I, I'm not doing it, but you know how I am. I'm putting you in the garage right, with, hello. A, with a water bowl hello. and you're going to sit your ass out in the garage. It's me. But you know how I am. I'm a hugger. Mm-hmm. I hug people. That is my thing. I like get, giving hugs. And, you know, a lot of people do that because, you know... the, the What is it, it with this message you... retracted shit going on in the chat? I don't know. I seen that happen with one of harms earlier and now Ironheads. What is going on? Who's retracting their shit? You know what? I'm shit? so sick of that. Go ahead. But I like hugs. Everybody likes hugs. You used to high-five, shake hands. You know, you can't do any of that anymore because you don't know where that person you're about to hug or high-five or whatever has been. You know, you got to think of yourselves. It's not like you're trying to be rude to people, but you got to think of yourselves and who you live with more than how it's going to affect another person. Yeah, it breaks my heart that, you know, it's social interaction. You want to hug somebody. You want to feel, you know... But you can't. And, and a lot of people, you know, that upsets them because, that you know, they're like me and they're, you know, women. You know, we're emotional kind of people. And we like we like hugging each other, kissing on the cheek, whatever, you know. But you can't do it because you don't know where that person's been. You don't know who they've been around. You know, we don't want to chance anything, you know, coming home or whatever. But it's like, you know, there's a lot of social reaction people cannot get because of this. So maybe that's why they're turning to like, you know, like Lady Ironhead said and, you know, to get, you know, numb the pain, you know, because it could be emotional pain. It could be mental pain, you know, because of depression. It could be anything, you know, and weed's not enough. Mm hmm. Well, like Dom said, alcohol sales are on an all-time record. You can speak of that. Oh, alcohol sales uh, by me? We can't even keep it on the shelf. The beer, we have to fill... I know, I work nights, so we're filling the beer cooler at least twice a night for our shift. And it's ridiculous. And then the worst thing is when it comes to like the beer is we get delivery every Friday, but we'll let's say order, you know, you know, 500 cases and we're lucky if we're getting 120 Mm -hmm. because we're a smaller business. So of course they're going to give the alcohol to like Walmart and whatever before we get ours. 
But it's like getting ridiculous because we can't keep it on the shelves. And half the time, because of the distributor, we can't even stock our shelves. Mm-hmm. You know, for ever and a day, for like two months straight, we had the hardest time because Coors Light's a big fan, but, uh, you know, it's a big popular one by us. And we didn't even have Coors Light for over a month. You know, Keystone, we didn't have Keystone for over a month. You know, actually, probably more like two or three months. We just recently got Keystone in this past Friday. And it's the distributors are going to the bigger places, like the bigger stores, uh, than they are the smaller businesses. Congrats on that, uh, Henry. Uh, do you think friggin' uh, the pharmaceutical companies are responsible for some of this opiate abuse? Well, you got to watch what a lot of doctors are prescribing, though, too. Well, true enough. Doctors were handing it out like candy. I mean, doctors hand out so much crap nowadays that it's... Hi, Jared. That it's ridiculous. I mean, okay, uh, like, people are getting Xanax like it's going out of style. They're getting Ativan. They're getting their pain meds. Well, they used to. Now, Ativan and Xan- Xanax especially, Xanax, they don't mess with. Xanax they're not messing with, but now what they're doing instead of Xanax is they're prescribing Adam Ativan because it's not as... They're claiming addicting as Xanax is, but that is wrong because I grew up with the mother that raised me who was popping Ativan like frickin' Tic Tacs. Mm-hmm. You know, and it sure as hell didn't change her mood. She was still a bitch. Right. <laughs> but it's, you know, she was getting 30 pills a day or 30 pills a month, if not more. If she ran out, she got more. Well, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to look at uh, the argument about the pharmaceutical companies. Pain pills. Now- they put their ads out, uh, you know, to make sure they get it in the people's head. Well, this is going to quell your pain. Uh, I, you know, a lot of those ads are probably down by now because, you know, they're getting freaking all kinds of freaking uh, lawsuits against them. Well, yeah. But Oxy is a hardcore freaking one. Well, man. you know, I've heard a lot of uh, pharmacies. I don't, I, I'm not 100% on this. I skimmed through the article. I didn't read it in its fullest, which I should have. But I heard a lot of pharmacies are taking oxycodone off the shelf. Oh, they are? Yes. Well, with you, one thing I always worried about you... I have got, such a high tolerance you, for I, pain meds. You do. <laughs> the only pain you medication. You can take something that'll knock me on my ass yeah. for three or four days, but I'm yeah. also one well, Norco, that, that don't like narcotics. No, but like when they used to prescribe me Norco for my severe stomach pain and all the other pains and aches that I had, they used to give me Norco, and I used to be able to literally take those like Tylenol, like mm. every four hours, four to six hours, and I would never notice a difference. The only thing that knocks me on my ass is going into the er which i hate doing and you know this because mm-hmm. you're always like do you need to go and i'm like no is putting dilatin through my iv but you you know what actually 420 has been working for you 420 has been working i i'm not doing it on a daily i'm doing it more like an as needed um because i'm trying to deal with the pinch nerve as much as as much as I can on my own because I can't be on 420 when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And when I'm at work is when it bothers me the most. So it's like, I, you know, I just pop freaking stupid Tylenol extra strength and right. that stuff's crap. Well, but. this is another true statement. Uh, 
your boy Roy Boy uh, talks about uh, they're definitely responsible. They lied and said opiates weren't addictive in the late 90s. Oxycontin was flooding the market. That was everywhere. Every time you turned around, people were given. I mean, I will say, um, when I, I mean, I had my surgery for gastro bypass in uh, 2000, March of 2000. Hey, Lady Ironhead, are you going to be calling in today? I had it in March of 2010, and one of the very first pain medication they actually gave me in 2010 was Oxy. Mm. Um, I did not like Oxy. It actually made my stomach super sick. Mm. So I flushed it, which was probably not what I was supposed to do, but I flushed it. You should let me know. I could Nah, go ahead. Shut up. So that's when they decided to give me, you know, they went back and forth between the Norco and Tylenol with codeine. Okay, but both of those, because my tolerance is so high, because they've put me well, on so many pain medications, addicted to it. and that's what the thing was, is I was taking them so often because they didn't stop the pain. Just like taking a Tylenol extra strength doesn't do crap for most people. Hey, Jared, you, you, you said you were on Oxys from 2004. Uh, it looks probably like 2015 you were trying to put. How was your battle getting off of it? Because that's a long time. That is a long time. You know, That's a very long time. Hi, Toby. Toby ate him like chiclets. Uh, me with Oxy, I couldn't even do it. You couldn't touch it. I, you always when ask I for non narcotics. Yeah, when I go to a doctor, it's non narcotics only. And then you don't even take those. I won't even take them. I'll, I'll go right to 420. I look at you and go, What you got, Tramadol? <laughs> Can I have it? <laughs> well, like Lee Harvey uh, Oswell just said, I like that name, Lee Harvey. Uh, got to take the anti nausea, and that's what you were doing a lot as well. They gave me so much Zofran, it was ridiculous to the fact that the Zofran, which is the anti-nausea medication, was making me sicker because everything was making me nauseous. Mm. You know, and they always tell you take the Zofran as needed or, you know, because that's what my prescription bottle always said was take the Zofran as needed. Mm -hmm. But after a while, that stuff was even making me sick. And the sad part is, is because with me having forming all these ulcers after the gastro bypass and also after the reconstruction gastro bypass. So, yes, twice I went through the stupid procedure. Um, I can't take NSAIDs whatsoever. Um, it's well, actually it put in as an, uh, an allergy. Jared, it's very interesting. And I believe 100% in this argument. Uh, the doctor said he was lucky and didn't have withdrawals. But he also smoked a lot of weed. Hopefully we know about some seeds coming soon, Jared. But anyway, uh, I believe in that argument. 420 helps with, uh, you know, the withdrawal of other hardcore drugs. So the weed, the 420 helped Jared fight the withdrawal, the withdrawal from, from, the the, from the pills. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, and that's one uh, argument that the other side, which I agree is made against this is 420. That's why it needs to be legal in the United States. Yeah, it's legal state by state, depending on which state you're in, but I think it needs to be a national mandate, and if Trump was smart, he'd do it right now. Jared says he's election. sending it out Friday. Hey, you're, you're the man, Jared. L-Dog, how you feeling? Hope you're doing good. I'll send you, you know, 
some uh, like a book or something. We'll send my boy Dom, man. You know, Dom is uh, my long rider. He goes everywhere. I'm hoping to see him at uh, the camp out. That would be fun. You know, I love uh, Dommy, man. He's been around forever. Uh, but uh, I think we does get you off this hardcore stuff. I see. I wouldn't know. Yeah, but at the same time, you took the pills. I did take the pills. Do and you feel different on them pills where you say, "Hey, I don't feel nothing," but when you get on four twenty, you feel something. When I'm on the four, when I'm on the four twenty, it doesn't take the pain away a hundred percent because you know I'm afraid to do too much of it mm. because of the way I feel with you know how I feel in my my head with it, um, the paranoia and all that crap, but. It does way better than the pills did. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like, way better. Well, you know, one thing that makes me sick to the stomach about bikers, you know, that's what I, everybody knows. I cover that stuff on the other channel. But it makes me sick to my stomach every time I hear a club member or a biker went down for pushing meth. I'm sitting there thinking, what the f- hell are you doing? Pushing that poison on people yeah you're looking to make your money i get the drug trade i'm not freaking you know stupid i i get it been there done it uh but how are you going to push that kind of stuff on people that it's not only affecting them but it's affecting their families jared says i should put cbd with it yeah i need cbd's good too I, I, i need that then uh, you get can me get, some of that. You can get that right at your work. No, uh, we don't have it for uh, people at our work. At our work, all we have is ones for dogs. Well, then we'll just go to the dispensary. But I just can't stand that happening in the biker scene. is, And that's what a lot of bikers are mainly freaking It's put on. Uh, that's what they're known for if you're doing something is meth. Really? Because I always thought, well, this was back in the day, though. I always thought it was coke. No, yeah, you know, a lot of guys used to, you, know, you were around, a lot of guys did it, I really never got into it, but, uh, you know, meth is the things that was making the money, and that's what they've been associated with ever since, now that with all the restrictions of getting the Sudafed and all that stuff in the United States, it's coming on over from the border, but to have uh, the lifestyle freaking attached to that sucks, man, and I've had a lot of you know, club guys contact me. Hey, man, can you ease up on that uh, meth? I'm not easing up on that, man. Hell if it's no. out there and it's news, you're going to tell it. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh, uh, don't honestly, push that crap onto our communities, man. You know, 420 is one damn thing. There's never been a, you know, a documented deal where 420 killed somebody on an overdose. But you're pushing meth. You're destroying lives, man. True that. I don't believe in destroying lives. Uh, who out there wants to uh, call in and on the show? We're gonna have to do a lineup, man. Cause like I said, I can only take one phone call at a time. Oh Lord, uh, here we go. Yeah, so <laughs> let me know if you're gonna call in or not in the chat room. But uh, it's interesting with uh, Jared and Maine. The doctors push you to try CBD and weed over pills. That's a beautiful damn thing, if you ask me. I think it's funny. They keep on saying, well, you know, it hasn't been studied enough. It's had over 3,000 years to be studied. And, you know, most freaking uh, people know this. But you know what? The, The pharmaceuticals don't want weed out there. No, they don't. 
you know. They just want you buying from the dispensary, not from the streets. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> the, the government wants their kickback. <laughs> well, Ironhead Vicodin was the moneymaker back in the day. I was thinking uh, some of the friends that I knew were getting like $15, $20 a pill for it. Hell yeah, they were. Uh, I don't know what it is now. Uh, then Toby again. Uh, uh, alcohol is a gateway. I haven't touched alcohol since 97. I won't touch it. Nope. No Since I was way. about seven or eight months pregnant with our daughter, he had a bad weekend bender with Jack Daniels, and that was the end of it. It was done. I'm done. And he when I say not, I'm done with something, I'm done. He has not touched it in no 23 way. years, alcohol. So if you want to call in, 847-957-1686, we'll take a couple. Uh, let's hear your thoughts. Have you uh, you know, had a deal with something like this personally? Or did you have to have a family member deal with it? Uh, let us know. Uh, you wanted the phones open? I opened it again. You can only do it once at a time when I'm talking to somebody. Uh, I'm working on getting uh, more phone lines put in and all that good stuff. So, but uh, do you think it's uh, Sunnyside Dispensary? Is get- Where are you at, Toby? Toby, are you near us? <laughs> Because that's the dispensary in South Beloit. <laughs> yeah. Here in Michigan, you can only get methadone through a methadone clinic. Methadone, methadone I, I heard, just, is just as addicting. They Well, they push it over to get uh, people out of the sickness and stuff. Yeah. Of heroin. Yeah. But I heard it's drug itself. Well, it is. It is. This is a subject, Hollywood, I know little to none about. Lady Ironhead's uh, alley. Well, get her on the phone now. Toby's in Wisconsin. Oh, Toby. He's our neighbor. You got to meet up with me, man. We'll have some fun time. I'll meet you at Sunnyside. Near Green Bay. Oh, he's way to hell up there, man. He's about four hours away then. Lady Ironhead, get on that phone, man. I want to talk to you. Uh, We had drinking about eight years ago. Congrats, uh... Jaman, that is beautiful, man. It really wasn't hard for me to get off, but I had weed there. Yeah, you always had the weed. Yeah, so it wasn't real hard. It was for a me lot easier. It was a lot easier for you because you just switched from one to the one to the weed. Right. Go ahead, keep talking here. I'm doing something. <laughs> You're doing something. <laughs> I gotta pin this number so everybody sees it. Pin it. Pin it. I want to hear from friggin' uh, Lady Ironhead. What do you got, lady? Yeah, uh, we, we need to hear Lady's voice instead of seeing her typing. <laughs> I gotta hear her talking. Crones, rock on. Papa, man, 20 years ago. Congrats, my man. Nice. Man, it, it's hard to quit alcohol once It's hard in a while. to quit a lot of stuff. Right, it is. It really is. You know, uh, I argue with my doctors every day because they only give me that stupid tramadol. Yeah. Yeah. Tramadol's crap. Right. Then they give me this stupid muscle relaxer when it ain't even my damn muscles that are in pain. It's a freaking nerve. Mm. And the bone. Well, you know, sad to say, I think uh, with this COVID-19 lockdown, uh, we're really going to start seeing a lot more uptick than we are right now uh, in the drug use. And if alcohol freaking uh, sales are like they are now. You know people are up on that other crap. Harm quit drinking when he was 20. Rock on. Rock on. Cold turkey. It's not easy, man. Not easy at all. Trust Hollywood and China. Lady Ironhead is uh, shy at first, but after she gets to know you personally. Well, you got to get her on that phone, man. She can get to know us. Uh, L-Dog, I was addicted to meth in my teens. Horrible shit. 
I've been clean since 95 and I know the shit they make that they call meth these days is way worse chemically. You know what? I'd have heard that. I have too. I've really heard that. I have. I've heard the same exact thing that it's like. Ten times worse than what it was back in that back in the nineties. Right, right. Yep, I'm a keyboard warrior. <laughs> <laughs> well, then come on, maybe maybe Corey Graf should call. Yeah, Corey, what's your problems? <laughs> we want to hear your problems. Let's let's solve your problems. Right. Uh, but uh, how's everybody liking the show? By the way, you know we've got what thirty nine uh, episodes. Thirty nine episodes, on? and we went over a. Th- thousand subscribers thank you everybody oh over on the youtube channel on the youtube channel yeah you actually freaking uh (laughs) hey look look and and here i I am i see this all the time and you're going nuts (laughs) i'm acting like a little kid in a candy candy store store. so i guess them passing us around like a hooker has helped i know pass us around like a hooker it's fine (laughs) twenty dollar make you holler twenty dollar make you holler man uh but uh i don't know i think it's uh i think it's actually a public health crisis that's gonna be uh coming up uh now if they pull that move where after the election they open everything up i think they should be charged with crime some kind of crime but you know pritzker will go against it and he'll fight it right that they got to get him out of you know we're seeing such a power grab in this country it is actually frightening you know one good thing that actually that you said that put some comfort to me you know and this is locally you said the cops ain't enforcing none of that crap no they're not they won't do it no because they they live here they don't want the small businesses to fail Mm -hmm. so why would they step in and oh yeah, Lee. We got to give it to Lee Harvey, man. Uh, he was the thousand subscriber to the YouTube channel. Yes, we got to give was. it to my boy Lee Harvey. Woo! Man. <laughs> he was. <laughs> that was. You know what? Uh, I totally screenshot it and sent it to him and said, "Oh my God, look, look! Oh my God!" Oh, and he's man. like, "He's like, okay, I already knew." Uh, and I'm like, "Damn it!" China makes his wife laugh, uh, Henry. I make your wife laugh? Aw. She don't make me laugh too much. You know what? I can't make you laugh. You're stupid. This this afternoon... Oh my god, you know, I was acting like a fucking two-year-old. You, you, this Stop after, picking on me. This, Stop making fun of me. You hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I haven't been messing with her on the show today, because she's a little freaking baby. I am a little baby. All because of that stupid face app. Oh my god. If she's I, having nightmares. I am having nightmares of my face app. Okay, here's how... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to call myself out on this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people. I did this stupid thing called FaceApp, and I did. I aged myself on this shit. And she's been having nightmares. And I am show. having nightmares. All right. I don't know how close I need to go to this stupid. I'm going to stand up and show the camera. Hold on. All right. This is me old. It's scary. Hold on. Ugh. I'm stuck. Can I? I don't know. Too bright? Uh. Yeah, you're good right there. Oh, you can't barely see it. 
Oh, you can see some of it. You look old as a hag. Okay. Anyways, I, I, I'll put that. I'll put that on my my Instagram, and I already put it on my Facebook. But I'll put it on Instagram because it's really creepy. Or I don't know. Maybe I'll throw it. Uh, I don't know. I'll throw it on our fa Facebook page because um, it's really scary, and I've been having freaking nightmares now that I'm gonna be old and fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps rubbing it in, coming out to me, going, "Ooh, look at all these wrinkles! Oh, <laughs> A wrinkled mess!" Like Toby just said. <laughs> Shut up, Toby! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, so I've been having nightmares now since I had to go and do this freaking face app because our son thought it was funny and yeah so i totally stuck my son on there and oh my god hollywood looked fucking hot mm -hmm. so that shit pissed me off so what i think i'm gonna do is, is i'm gonna post these pictures on the hollywood and china facebook page yes so y'all can freaking see them if you go on the hollywood and china facebook page it's actually uh hollywood and myself that app was almost dead on uh because yeah you can go all the way from child all the way up to cool old or just old um you so, look like an old hag man shut the hell up it's freaking creepy as hell and next I'm thing like, you know like i tell her she's gonna be getting the hair am, on am her I, chin shut up you, I, you know hair. what i did today because you got me all paranoid i'm in the bathroom and i'm like waxing my lips and i'm waxing my fucking chin i waxing my eyebrows i'm like and then i've like even like checked my ears and shit i'm like you fucking suck because now you're making me even more paranoid and then he's like touching my skin going Ooh, it's starting to feel leathery. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Uh, well, thank you, Lady Ironhead. Men getting older are hot. And I I'm look sorry. Than hell, men, men get older and they're sexy as hell. Yeah, okay. I was. Men, you are. You, yeah, you totally are. But that's not fair. Because, you know, now people, you know, what cracked me up is, hey, not too long ago, uh, there was a comment made. I, I missed it, but our son was here and our son said he couldn't stop laughing. And it was, uh, you know, because his ma, his ma, you know, Hollywood's mom is here. And a guy came in to do some repair work and looked at Hollywood's mom and said, well, I already told your brother, talking about Hollywood. Well, that's not, obviously, that's, um, you know, that's her son. Mm -hmm. And, of course, our son had totally rubbed that in and make fun of him saying he's, you know, really an old, ugly bastard. That's <laughs> mm -hmm. basically what he was saying. <laughs> and he's like, uh, dude, you got compared to being your mom's brother. <laughs> and his mom's in his seven or seven. And then, you know, the, she did that face app of me, man. I look good, man. I look good. Oh, my God. He looks really good. I got that hillbilly line in me because all my family's from West Virginia and stuff. Yes. I, I look just like it, man. Uh, sorry, I had a phone call. I'll come on in. Uh, I'm heated still. You should call in, Corey, man. Come I'll, on, Corey. You know, I'll, we'll discuss your problems. Man. I want to discuss your problems. Do you have issues? <laughs> I really want. I really want to. I want to help you, Henry. I'd say you look good, Hollywood, but you'd make fun of me. Well, you know what? What do you do in your private business with you know what I'm on? If you're doing something because you think Hollywood's you know sexy, that's on you, man. That's on you. Hey, no offense. Hey, All right. It is what it is. It's 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 going up on there right now. I'm she's doing putting it right, it now. right on the Facebook right page. Right on the Hollywood, man, the Hollywood and China Dow one. She's putting it I'm up. I'm putting there. it up. Make sure you tag that though and tell people what the hell you're doing right there. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, I think I look sexy, sexy as hell. 
He does look sexy. That's gross. It pisses me off. But you? Oh my god. So who am I tagging in this? Just don't tag. Just put what it is. I did. Hollywood and China doll old as hell on face app. <laughs> All right. Share. All right. It is going up now. There it is. You guys can go take a look at that over That's on creepy. Uh, the Hollywood and China And it is officially Facebook. uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 gonna be hilarious. Y'all are gonna die, and you're gonna come back saying how Hollywood looks hot. Yeah, I look like a hot ass. He looks like a hot ass hickabilly. Yeah, you know my family's from West Virginia. That's the way it is. Yeah, and I got that so wrong. China, put it on Instagram. I don't have fuckbook. <laughs> fuck <laughs> all right, all right. Because you are who you are, I will totally uh, do that. Because she is who she hey, is. Hey, Corey, are you 618-2... Uh, you know what? Let me call. See if I can Oh, let's call out. who that is. Call it. Let me see. All right, I'm adding pictures. Let's see what's wrong with this damn thing here. Go ahead. Keep talking. All right, so I'm adding it to my Instagram because... Because, you know, lady, lady... Hey, Corey, I'm going to try to call you, man. Stop trying to call in. I don't know what the hell's going on with this thing. Because Lady Ironhead wants to see it on Instagram, so I'm going to put it on there. Oh my gosh, face app. It's so funny. And how y'all doing today? This is Corey Graff with everything in the USA. I'm sorry I missed This is call. voicemail. That's your voicemail, Corey. Just get off the phone. All right. <laughs> Lady Ironhead, it is officially on my Instagram. Um, so yeah, you'll see Hollywood first, then you gotta scroll to see mine. Uh, <laughs> why the hell ain't my phone ringing, man? What the fuck? I don't know. Corey keeps on calling, I can't answer him if you're calling, man. <laughs> you gonna call him again? Yeah, I'm gonna call him. Enjoy this Verizon ringback tone while your party is reached. Oh, it's a there we go. Hey, <laughs> what's up, man? You keep on calling in, dude, and I can't get you going here. What's up, buddy? What's your problem? What's your uh, issue? It is. Oh, just a uh, former co-worker, dude, just a, he was just a fucking dick, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, I left, I left the fucking bread company for a reason, because they decided to just screw me over, and, you know, I'm working for a company now that just takes care of me beyond belief, and then they just want to just keep saying, well, you could have gotten a new truck, you could have gotten this, you could have gotten that, I'm like, I don't fucking care, like, just shut the fuck up. Well, it sounds like you but have a bad issue care. there, man. You know, why are you letting it bug you? You need to go get some 420 and get you a honey. Don't let that, that, yeah, yeah, don't let that uh, trivial right stuff now. bug you, man. Do you have his phone number? We can call him. <laughs> I can tell him, leave you alone. Hey, I'll do it. No, it, it, <laughs> I, I'm trying to just, like, let it go. You know what I'm saying? I'm just... It pisses me off, but at the same time, it's just like I'm trying to be better than that and just like let it go. Because I mean, like this. No, don't be, don't, don't be better than that. Give Hollywood the number and we have some fun. That's what I say. Don't be better. Let me have some fun. (laughs) (laughs) You're terrible. (laughs) I got to make them laugh a little bit. So let's get on to this subject, Corey. Do, uh,. Did you ever, you know, get into uh, the hard stuff, or did you drink a lot, or did you know anybody that uh, did? Uh, my mom went through alcoholism, and um, 
you know, she, it was like after, and I know I'm going to get a little personal here, but. Go ahead. Um, it was when my mom and dad, like when they first uh, started to separate, it, it broke my mom's heart. Like, um, you know, she went drinking uh, and she was drinking a lot. I mean, and then uh, got to the point where her skin was just yellow because of all the jaundice. And then uh, basically she almost died. Ouch. Um, liver failure? She's. Yeah, she her liver was failing, and this this all happened within a course of a year. Holy and, cow! Um, yeah, it 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 kind of broke me and my sister because my sister at the time she was thirteen. Um, so like I was just thinking to myself, it's like, man, this isn't the mom that I knew. You know what I mean? Like, mm. Um, well, I know hard, exactly man. what you're were, you're going through. My old man was a drunk, hardcore drunk, uh, violent the whole nine yards. So I know what you you know. Preach on, man. How is your and, mom uh, now? Like you know, my she's doing great. Like uh, she's doing a lot better. Uh, she can't work anymore because her liver is so bad. But. You know, I think uh, she kind of found that, you know, she needs to start living more for her daughter and uh, for, you know, for her kids and then, you know, eventually her grandkids. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's, she has much more to live for. And um, Now, did she just stop she drinking entirely or how did she go about it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was basically forced to. Um and, you know, she was on the liver transplant list, um, but um, don't want to get into too much detail. Right. But we, I had a close friend um, that went in to get a liver transplant, and he never really drank that much in his life. And then uh, he ended up having a blood clot in the operating room, and then he died. And, Ouch. Sorry to hear that. Um, it was a sad it was a sad state of affairs. It really was. And he was a great guy. I mean, he did just a lovable guy. Uh, we all, we went to church together and, uh, we, we were hanging out even before we started going to church together. And, uh, you know, I miss him to this day, but, mm. um, he's a, he was, uh, that's a, I was kind of worried. Like whenever I heard that, you know, about my mom trying to get that lung transplant mm-hmm. or liver transplant, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Well, that is a sad state of affairs, but one thing I have learned, you know, I was talking about the 12-step program. One thing that I know is the old man upstairs, Jesus Christ, you gotta love him. He helps you through that kind of stuff, and a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, Hollywood, what are you talking That's my belief. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, and I know you're, uh, you know, you're a follower and stuff like that, and you're not, uh, you know, ashamed to say so. A lot of people are ashamed to talk about their faith. Not me, man. The old man upstairs, he's worked some wonders on my ass sometimes. Uh, I was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, yeah, we get into interesting topics on Hollywood and China at all, but, you know, it's like, I'm only human, damn it. You mm. know, it's like, come on. It's like, uh, you know, uh, it, you gotta have, you ain't perfect, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, some Hardcore Christians will judge you for listening or watching like raunchy comedies. It's like, dude, it's an hour and a half of meaningless humor. Right. Be quiet. Right. You know, it's, but we're human. We ain't perfect. No, and, nobody's uh, perfect. Yeah. And 
you know, this is, I believe, is a very serious subject because of what people are going through uh, right now with the COVID-19, losing their houses, losing food on the table, and they're turning to these hardcore drugs. And, you know, personally, I wish they turned the other way and, uh, you know, go to the old man upstairs. But I think in today's society, it's made it where, you know, believing in something is, you know, a joke to them. You know, they make these people feel so bad about turning to the old man upstairs, which, hey, a lot of this is in the freaking book itself. It talks about that. Uh, but I really do believe them kind of programs could work out better than a 12-step. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, we're... I think also that, uh, you know, there are bad apples as far as Christians go. Oh, you're damn right, because just like, well, just like Ironhead just said, and this is what turns a lot of people off on uh, Christianity, and it did myself, where uh, I believe in the old man upstairs, I'll talk to him, but I don't walk into a lot of churches because of the way they look at me, and Ironhead just said they're only holy on Sunday. Uh, you know, and then told me, you have to admit, Jesus Christ is a different sense of humor, doesn't he? Uh, but, uh, you know, go ahead. I interrupted you. Um, you know, like, you know, as far as like believing in something like uh, this may not be completely accurate, but like, look at BLM and Antifa. Okay. Mm-hmm. They They're godless. They so far left and that, you know, I think that they have kind of given those kind of groups have given people that want to believe in something kind of a bad rap. You know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. um, like I, I've always said, I've said even in my podcast, which I'm working on doing more episodes. I don't back BLM. I don't back Antifa. But one thing I do know is there, there ain't no shame in looking for a better world. But you know what? The way they're going about it is bad. Well, you know what? Hold the um, hold that thought for a minute. Talk about your podcast. Well, uh, my podcast is called uh, Everything in the USA. Uh, I talk about sports, uh, talk about hunting and fishing. Uh, we talk about video games and technology. And, uh, you know, I've gotten into some politics here and there. Um, and I've talked about, you know, Harley Davidson, uh, Indian, um, you know, and actually I did make the announcement that I am going to be looking into that dealership uh, deal and uh, Corey Graff's looking into getting an uh, Indian uh, dealership, which is real cool stuff right there. Go ahead. Indian and Triumph mm-hmm. is what I'm going to be looking into. Uh, which Triumph, I think, is going to be a challenge because, uh, you know, you got Yamaha, you got Honda, Suzuki. They're making those bikes that kind of like what Triumph makes is like the Enduro. And they're making them for way cheaper, but looking at their price points and looking at the reviews, I would say Triumph has a more quality of a bike. Oh, you're damn right. Triumph does. So I think that, I think that speaks for itself. You know, you're getting quality over quantity. Mm. Um, So, so did you, did you, you know, did you find uh, the old man upstairs helped you through all this going on with uh, your mother? Yes. Um, you know, at my church, uh, the Vine Church in Carbondale, Illinois, which uh, Ironhead, 
uh, speaking to you guys, if you guys are near Kalamazoo, Michigan, we do have a church plant up there. It's called North Pines Church. Um, anyway, yeah, my church, Vine Church in Carbondale, Illinois, is the best church ever. I mean, like, uh, we're still having services, and uh, we believe in hands-on prayer, um, where people lay a hand on you and pray for you. And um, I really found a brotherhood that I was really searching for, you know, whether I've always said that I wanted a brotherhood, whether it was in the MC world or whether it was in, you know, a Christian world. But I think I kind of chose the better route. You know, well, I think you chose the uh, best and the heart, you know, the best brotherhood in the world is the ones that uh, believe in the old man upstairs. That brotherhood beats anything that an MC can throw at you, you know, depending on the group and stuff, but you can't go wrong with the old man upstairs. Absolutely. You know, and uh, and I'm very outspoken about that. You know what? Maybe we should do something on religion on the next live. You know, we'll have Corey on here. Thursday. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, Let's see here. Ironhead says, no disrespect. I praise the Lord in my own home. I don't go to churches. I don't go to nothing like that. I believe a man can worship a God in his own home. That's what I do. That's what I do because, you know, some of the hypocrisy on some of the teachings of uh, the church, a lot of people take out of uh, context and they start to judge you instead of following the word. You know, I absolutely can see where you're coming from, Ironhead. Yeah, and I I would most certainly agree. I have seen that before. Um, and, you know, that's what's so great about my church and the network of churches that we do have is that our founding pastor, Steve Morgan, who now leads uh, Joshua Church in Austin, Texas, he, um, he was really focused and envisioned on reaching out to the younger generation, being straight from the Bible, uh, teaching. And we teach out of the ESV version in my church and the network of churches. Um, but the we he really believed in that and he took it really seriously and that's where we where we are today right rock and roll uh but you know uh, is your mother doing all right after this bout with the alcoholism and stuff oh yeah she's doing great i mean like i i talk to her on the regular and uh you know she is learned i think she's learned that you know, that if she were to have passed away, it would have been devastating, like, especially to my sister. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my little sister's 18, and, uh, you know, she... Uh, so this started you know, about when she was five years old. No, she was 13. Thir- um, yeah, well, but she's 18 now, but it started at about thir- uh, five years ago then. Yeah, she was 13. Yeah. Yeah, five years ago. Um. Yeah, it was a real bad ordeal for sure. Right. Um, but it, I always uh, make sure I go spend time with her and uh, make sure that you know she's doing okay and mm-hmm. um, but not, but she's and she even uh, helps babysit and um, I mean she does a lot of great things for the community here that we live in. Well, that's good um, stuff, man. You know what I'm going to do is uh, I think about uh, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Central Standard on the next live show, have you on, and we'll uh, cover the show on that type of stuff, man. I think it would be a really good conversation, cover both ends of it, 
uh, the concerns that people have about religion and uh, how some uh, religions uh, really turn people off. I think we can talk about that stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I like to have my Christian nomad on your show. Well, Ironhead, like I just said, uh, Thursday at uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, that will be the next live show, is talking about that. So if he wants to get on and talk, he can, man. You know, we'll have Corey on. Uh, we can have you on to give your angle. Uh, this Christian nomad you're talking about, the whole nine yards, because we want to get both sides out there. And hopefully, man, uh, you know, give some praise to the man upstairs a little bit. But uh, I think that would be a good idea. What do you think, Jenna? Do it. I say do it. Do it. Do it. But uh, how's that for you, Corey? 7.30 on uh, Thursday if you're available. He's available. He's always oh, yeah. on. Sure I'm <laughs> okay. Sounds good, man. He don't miss a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've been dedicating shows to him over right. on my other channel. He hasn't been on. But anyway. <laughs> well, I, I've been listening, you know, but, you know, usually I'm out. I'm in a store delivering the Red Bull or yeah. whatever. So, you know, I just got to kind of listen. I put it on the YouTube, and I just kind of listen. That's why I'm not in the live chat, you know what I mean? Right. Well, you know, I did uh, get a cab, uh, a truck topper for the Silverado, man. We're going to be uh, turning that into a camper. We'll be doing a lot of camping next year, hopefully, if this is all done and over with. But, uh, yeah, let's get together yeah. on Thursday because we're coming up to the hour mark right now. And, uh, yeah, that would be a great show. Let's do it. Yes. Absolutely. Sounds good, man. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Yeah, talk to you later. Hi. And that is Corey Graff. I think that's going to be a very interesting show. What do you think? Corey Graff has an accent. Well, he's a uh, Southern Illinois, uh, St. <laughs> Louis area. Oh, he's where my brother's at. My brother's in Saint, down by uh, St. Louis. Daniel, when is the camp out? That is next year, July 23rd through the 25th. Me and uh, China Dow are working out on uh, the details and stuff. So when we get ready, there's going to be like 20 to 25 uh, bikes uh, that can be there uh, and all that stuff. I'll uh, let you guys know how to do all that stuff. Yeah, Ironhead, let him know, man. That would be a good damn uh, deal to have him on. Uh, the more the merrier, I say. The more the merrier. Yeah, we'll just have to give them each like about 10 minutes apiece maybe. Yeah, we'll get it going. Uh, but anyway, look, there's ghost ghost. What's up, man? You late. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but he's still here. Yes. Thursday. Ironhead. I'll say, uh, you know what? I'll save you a spot, Daniel. Uh, you know, you'll be the first one. Uh, send me your email and stuff at info at insane throttle biker news.com. But, uh, with that, that is episode 39. Thanks for all the participation, guys. I'm going to go do some videos for TikTok. Yeah, she's going to go TikToking. <laughs> and uh, I'm actually getting tomorrow's episode for my show ready. But uh, anyway, appreciate uh, all the attention. And uh, make sure to pass us around like a good old hooker. And uh, help us get some subscribers over to the YouTube. Because China runs that one. Because I do not have any freaking time for this. Uh... And uh, she deals with all the moderating and all that stuff. So, you know, that is it for episode and and, uh, 39. And you'll always know when your comments read by China because I put China with the cute little heart. There you go. With that, <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Hopefully see you Thursday at uh, 
7 o'clock Central Standard Time, man. We'll have some guests on and get dive really deep into some stuff. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is China Doll from Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys.